0: Shabbat Shalom everyone, Shabbat Shalom. Um, I just wanted to share with each and every one of you a, a idea right before Shabbat. Um, we have two beautiful two beautiful semachot um, that we uh, celebrated this past week. So in the synagogue it's a wonderful time. Uh, it's a beautiful experience to be able to have wonderful and happy occasions. Um, so I just thought before Shabbat comes in we'll share one idea uh, from the parashah, which hopefully will uh, kind of inspire and let you go into Shabbat in a beautiful way. And the idea is as follows Our parashah begins with the idea, Lech Lecha, go for yourself, um, bet avicha, Leave leave your land, the place of your birth, bet avicha, the house of your father, El ha'aretz to the land that I'm going to show you. And uh, Rashi says famously, Lech Lecha, go for yourself, means Lecha atcha for your enjoyment. Le Tov Atcha, for your benefit. And what's remarkable about this uh, about this journey is that Abraham is being told to go somewhere for his benefit and for his enjoyment, but actually he isn't told where he's supposed to go. And I think that there's a communication here which is unbelievable for our generation, uh, especially, and that is, that although a person can do many things, Lishem Shamayim, for the sake of heaven, you want to do the right thing because, uh, you know, you want to do it for God, so to speak. But at the same time, Lech lecha, if Avraham is supposed to be the person who's going to bring into existence the nation of Israel, then it's really important. God's about to bless him and tell him, legoy gadol, I'm going to make you into this great nation. Hashem says, but before I make you into this great nation, I want you to realize something. If being Jewish is something you do for me, there's no way that Judaism will survive. If being Jewish and following the rules of the Torah and connecting with Hashem, if that's something that you're doing for you, for your benefit, for your enjoyment, then that's something that can grow, that can build a beautiful nation, unbelievable traditions, and so on and so forth. When kids think that they're doing something only for the sake of their parents, there's a shelf life for how long that remains relevant, how long that remains fresh, how long that remains exciting. Avram is being told by Hakadosh Baruch right at the beginning of time, right before he even steps out the foot out the front door of his house. Lech lecha, I need you to see this journey as being a journey, uh, a mission that you're taking on in a way which you are happy and you are proud. To do now i want to share is that the case in every instance when we're when we're doing the mitzvot of the torah do we always feel when we go to a bet knesset, uh we go pray it's early in the morning that we're doing it for ourselves we feel duty bound we feel like we want to do the right thing and because we want to do the right thing we're pushing ourselves to do and to make choices which don't always feel so easy and don't always feel so comfortable But Hashem says that perhaps the first mitzvah, one could understand that the first commandment that God gave the Jewish people is, I want you to enjoy all of my commandments. I I think that's crazy. That's wild. Imagine for a second you have a boss. And the boss takes all of the uh, the members of his company on a uh, business retreat. He tells everyone that everyone attendance is mandatory. You know, you must come. You can bring your spouses, whatever. We're going away. We're spending a weekend away as a company. And the importance here is to boost the morale of his employees. So this boss, he now has a little bit of a conundrum. Because on the one hand, if he doesn't mandate that they go, if they don't don't force them to come, many of the uh, the, uh, employees won't come. But if he does force them to come, but then once they're forced to come, they actually enjoy themselves. Then they come back refreshed, excited, happy to be employees of this company. So you see, there's a little bit of a tension between have to and really enjoy. God tells Abraham, go. He's commanding him to do so. But at the same time, he's saying, while you have to, I, I really hope you can do it with a smile on your face. Because if you do, then this all of this that I'm asking of you, you'll see. At the end, the last line in that pasuk is, Then you will be a blessing. Your life, your experiences, it will be something that you see as a blessing. You know, I remember back when I was a kid. So, uh, I grew up in, in a community. My dad was the rabbi, but... None of the other people were like rabbis in our synagogue. Everyone else was, their fathers were working full-time jobs and, you know, and they had nice houses and they lived in deal. And I remember I was the kid that, uh, in our group, that didn't have all the same things as everybody else. We didn't have the fancy cars, we didn't have the fancy vacations, we didn't have the fancy, you know, toys. And I remember begging my mother, I really wanted to get Reebok pumps. And I even enlisted my great uncle's help, my great uncle David. And I told him, please work on my mother. I need those pumps. How am I going to run? How am I going to jump? And I remember standing at the top of the stairs looking down as my great uncle tried to convince my mom that these new sneakers that cost $125 or $150 back in the day, that was a fortune, that they they were something that he wanted to buy me as a present. And I was crushed because standing up there looking through the bars of the you know of the little spindle bars of the stairway. Um, My mother said no. He doesn't need it. It's silly. It's a waste of money. And it crushed me. And I even remember thinking, why does she even care? It's not even her money. Who cares? But now I'm a parent myself. And I'm looking at my kids. And there's things that I have to say no to my kids about. And it's not about who buys it. It's about whether or not they're going to grow up thinking that they need to have the latest gadget and the latest fad and the latest whatever, or if they can kind of rise above the noise of consumerism, the noise telling them all the time, this is what you have to have, this is what you have to wear, this is what you have to be, you know? So here I am looking at that process of discipline, If you must. But at the same time, after a time, as I grew older, I now look back at those commandments and i see them with a smile on my face because it meant that i became the type of person that can slum it that can't doesn't need to have Things I can want something and recognize that it's not a need. It's an extra thing. It's a. It's nice to sit in first class. You don't need to. It's nice to have the fanciest restaurants. You don't need to. You know. So when you have it, you really enjoy it. But when you don't have it, you kind of still find. I think in a in a great way, what Hakadosh Baruch Hu was preparing the Jewish people for with this. First commandment. If you want to know then what the first commandment of the Jewish to the Jewish people was, the first commandment was, "Thou shalt enjoy the journey." Wow, Hashem knew what the Jewish people were going to be through, what what they were going to go through. Hashem knew it, so He had to prepare them for that. I mean, there was a song um, I re- remember from my childhood um, from country Yossi, and the song uh, was a song called Zlata. I found out years later I felt incredibly betrayed that actually it was a song a country song that was sung with mildly different words but the point is about this dad who gives his son a really funny name and the kid you know he walks out on them back in the day and as you know and as the kid grows up he gets mercilessly taunted and tormented for this ridiculous name Zlata okay and then one day many years later he's a big hulking sulking guy who's become the strongest man in the village because of all the fights he had to fight, you know. And then he sees his father in a restaurant and he says, I'm the guy, I'm the kid you named Zlata. And he starts punching him and killing him and and they're fighting and they're destroying the whole place. And then he says, you're about to deliver the last blow to his dad. His father says to him, you know, son, I knew I was going away. I knew I wasn't going to always be there to protect you. And I knew that you needed to grow up tough. When I gave you a name like Zlata, I knew that that would mean that the kids would pick on you and you'd have to learn to defend yourself. And while that may really have been a tragedy and felt terrible when you were a little kid, when you became a teenager and an adult, when you became a dad and when you had a family, it would be the most beautiful gift that you became someone who was strong enough, battle-hardened, ready to take on the world um, because they'd had that name. I kind of feel like that's also what Hashem is doing Uh, with this commandment. Hashem is saying to Abraham, I want you to enjoy the journey, because make no mistake about it, you as Am Yisrael are going to go on one heck of a journey. You're going to have twists and turns that you never could have seen coming. You know, that process, that idea that Am Yisrael would journey forevermore, that begins right there at the beginning. Hashem says to us, smile, smile as you travel. Enjoy this. Enjoy the process. That's going to make you battle-hardened. We, Am Yisrael, have become indestructible. But it's because of everything that we've been through that we can survive really anything. Um, It's my beracha and my blessing uh, to each and every one of us to be able to plaster that smile on our face even when it's a little hard. And to be able to educate our children this way as well. That we can smile through difficult times and the bumps in the road. Um, May Hashem bless us all to have a name like Zlata. Shabbat Shalom.